3: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. CTmobile.com. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers, Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the
0: Playmakers.
2: Hellist of Lowe's. Listeners across the Las Vegas Valley, across the country, across time and space. Uh, today's show is going to be a little bit different for good reason—not actually good reason, bad reason, really bad reason. Uh, my name is Lindsey Brown, uh, and joining me is Dominic Lavois. Welcome. Indeed. Indeed, and uh, Adrian Hernandez.
3: Thank you for bringing the smile to my face, down by by using one of my <laughs> slogans. Uh, yes, no problem. I so yes, I am indeed, Adrian Hernandez. Lindsey. I'm uh, I'm glad to be here to do what we need to do uh, mm-hmm. because I think it's very important, um, especially with the platform that we have and your life experience, first and foremost, and, and all of us here doing this show right now coming from three different perspectives.
2: Mm-hmm. To put a little self-importance on, on this, I, I feel in many ways I've been trained for days like this, or at least this is kind of like why you get into this particular business because I think radio offers... Uh, a distinct medium advantage over television over even social media over journalism in terms of written form because all of those seem to have some sort of limitation but we don't because opinions matter in this business and the opinion that we're going to get into has to do with the Roe v. Wade being overturned um hell's a place called home gentlemen there's no other uh, succinct way to really put it, I think.
3: Ain't that the truth.
2: Um, you know, Adrian, you said earlier today, I, I, I'm i kind of surprised we did the show because when the January 6th insurrection happened, I I took it upon myself to go to Paul at the time and say, I don't think it's, appro- it's appropriate to do the show today because it was just the moment didn't call for sports. And as we've progressed through the last couple years since that's happened, and this is a very distinct different topic because I think cowering or taking the day off is not really an option at this point and I can deal with my feelings this weekend I've been dealing with my feelings about this for, for a long time because gentlemen not a day goes by where I don't think about what my mother's life could have been if she had an abortion because I'm an only child I'm an only child out of wedlock and I've definitely never told her that before, and I don't think I've really told anybody else that before, but that is something that has come up in my mind from a very young age, and and that's where I say I struggle with self-worth or I feel guilty for existing and why oh, I think I'm so perfectionistic when it comes to my family, because in a way, I'm like, well, if you're going to be here, if you've been blessed enough to be here, you better be damn good, and I'm glad that my mother didn't make that choice. I'm happy to be here. Sometimes it's not so great being in existence, but she had a choice. And that was robbed from all of us today. Not just those who are in states where it has become instantaneously illegal to obtain an abortion, but even in states like ours here in Nevada, which it remains legalized, it remains protected, but if you don't think that there's legislation coming down to try to take those protections away, you are mistaken it's also the the same situation in minnesota but there is a blueprint to all of this this didn't just happen overnight but like i was saying yesterday when we were celebrating the 50th anniversary of title IX, at least they didn't do it the day of right day after um you know I, i i really respect people who choose to be mothers I think motherhood is an all-encompassing sacrifice and one that I can't fully understand because I'm not one, but I respect the hell out of it. And the decision that was handed down today will force not-ready people to be parents. And there are consequences to that, be that if the pregnancy isn't viable. I mean, if you have a miscarriage, technically, in some states, you could be charged with a crime. Um, Not to mention, if the baby is taken to term, the fetus is taken to term, born, and the limitations that puts on the mother specifically, and hopefully there's a partner there as well. But my dad wasn't in the delivery room. My biological father wasn't in the delivery room. My, My uncle cut my umbilical cord. And I didn't really have a relationship with my dad until later on. Now, I know that there's, you know, child support. We went to court, all that stuff but there are consequences to forcing people into a lifestyle that they may not want or that they're not prepared for and the thing is is that this was all preventable right this all happened this this kind of devolution of our society here because Trump was put in office he was elected and during his term We had three spots. We had three Supreme Court justices appointed. And all three of those people cast their vote into making abortion not a legal right in the United States. We'll leave it up to the states, right, since that works. And both of my parents voted for this guy. Much of my family Voted for this guy. I, there's a reason why I'm, I'm here in Vegas, people. There's a reason why I'm not in Minnesota anymore. It's not the only reason. But I didn't feel safe or supported back there. Because once that video came out, the Access Hollywood video with Trump, the grab and the P word, I didn't need any more of an indicator of what type of dude this was. And if we permissed that into the office, as somebody who was capable of that, what that would embolden and enable in others. And then it got worse, and then it got worse, and then it got worse, and now we're here. Because ultimately, Trump is just the catalyst of it. But this is a country that hates women. It sees women as holes first that turn into vessels or incubators into servants. Honestly, because forcing birth with... uh, Formula shortage with, oh, we got new gun legislation. Congratulations yesterday. Just barely moved the needle there. With school shootings happening left and right. No federally put child care services options, any of that stuff. Women don't have a lot of legislation for themselves. Like Title IX is the only piece of legislation that truly guarantees some sort of right to us because we did Roe v. Wade is just specifically for abortion. But if you don't think they're coming for our rights to birth control contraception, contraceptives, the Griswold v. Connecticut 1965 really that was a right for married couples to get contraception without government restriction. So the right to privacy in your own home and bedroom. That right wasn't extended to unmarried couples until 1972. Roe v. Wade was in 1973. And then you also have more recent legislation that uses Roe v. Wade as precedent. So it needs... Roe v. Wade to be part of the argument for it to be valid. So Lawrence versus Texas, the right to homosexual relations that ruled that criminal punishment for sodomy was unconstitutional, protects personal autonomy to define one's own relationships between two consenting adults. Up in the air right now. Clarence Thomas said it himself, Supreme Court Justice. Also uh, Obergefell versus Hodges, 2015. That is the year I graduated college, gentlemen. Right to same-sex marriage. Recognize that same-sex couples have the fundamental right to marry and uh, recognize their marriages in the same terms and conditions of opposite-sex couples. And then if you don't think they're coming for the Loving versus Virginia ruling of 1967, wonder what Clarence Thomas would have to say about that, considering he's in, one of, he's in an interracial marriage. That rule, that banning interracial marriage, was unconstitutional. Everything is up in the air right now. And it's scary as hell. And we know that the oppression of women has always been constant. And it affects different subsets of populations differently, too. Because I'm a white woman. I know that I am protected in many different ways. That that black women, that Asian women, that, that so many different populations don't have that. And we're the biggest problem in my mind. Because... By dismantling this system, therefore we're dismantling our own privilege, our own shelter to all of this. And so without the access to legal abortion does not mean that abortions aren't going to happen. We've been getting rid of pregnancies since time started. There are ways. There are, there are safer ways than others, but everybody likes to talk about the coat hangers. Everybody likes to throw, talk about throwing themselves down the stairs or drinking bleach. Women will die. Girls will die. Victims and survivors of rape, incest, will be forced to carry the children. And there's already legislation in in, in some states saying that the fathers have a right to those kids if they're forced to be carried to term. They can be taken away. And so what's so disappointing to me and so frustrating is that We just walked, we all just woke up one day and all of a sudden we were a person, right? Luckily, because we're here. But our parents knew more than what we did at the time, right? And as I said, this has been orchestrated for years. I mean, Dominic, you were talking to me earlier. This probably goes back to Reagan. Mm -hmm. It's earlier. It's Nixon. Nixon gets impeached. Ford goes in for two years. Betty Ford is one of the, the great feminists of our time that never really gets talked about. As as a conservative president and first lady, they were very much in the camp for equal rights amendment. were fighting for that. And that's why he lost re-election. And you know who was elected after him? Ronald Reagan. And all of a sudden, there was restitution to be paid for the civil rights movement, for the women's rights movement, for all of these things. And our country changed. Drug, drug uh, culture happens decimates the black population here in our country. AIDS decimates homosexual population of our country. All those lives lost or incarcerated otherwise. Votes, power, gone. Greed is good, rises up. Gordon Gecko. he's our dude, Wall Street, all that stuff sets us up for hyper-capitalistic practices that we today base our entire society on because we are this close to becoming an oligarchial society, people where the corporations control everything. And I know like Dick's Sporting Goods is going to pay for people to go across state lines, to go get abortions. How about the legislation that's been in, put in place where Border Patrol, within 100 miles of any border, can just search you for whatever reason? They don't need, they don't have rules. They have free reign. Do you know what also counts as a border? Shoreline. So even if you think that, oh, I'm not close to, to the actual borders, be that to, to Canada or, or Mexico, if you're around lakes, If you're within 100 miles of a lake, absolutely within those rights. And they're going to keep peeling back and back and back. Because Roe, like I said, set precedent for so many of our rights today that it being taken out has the potential to completely decimate the entire system and create an authoritative regime. We're already halfway there. Um... I said this a few days ago, and it's probably one of the more offensive things I've said. But I would rather die at war than be forced to give birth against my will. Just me speaking personally. And so for all the people that are saying, well, true equality, they're going to reinstate the draft. Look at all these things like you're not protected. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that at the point because we're not protected here now. None of us are doesn't matter what color we are, who we love, what we want to do with our lives, because we are worker bees. That is what they've turned us into. That is what we have turned ourselves into. And we have anesthetized ourselves in a way. Like, I'm about four days sober right now in terms of I haven't smoked any weed and I'm taking a break. And I'm not saying that there's some sign from the universe, but for weeks I've been feeling like I need to get off of this. I need to – I'm getting bored with it. I need to make a change in my life. And I think it's because I, at some level, knew that – I needed to have a clear head. I can't be sitting in my chair for hours on end after I get done with work every day anymore because going to my protest once every two months isn't going to be enough. And it's not doing enough. The protests aren't enough. Voting is how we do this. And even now I'm like, are the votes even being counted? Is it even better? Are the leaders going to work in our best interest? Because all of the DNC, every single democratic leadership person is Donate, donate, donate today. I mean, we had the uh, Congress outside on the steps of the Supreme Court saying "God bless America" today. Thank you. Thoughts and prayers personified in action. Where was where when they were passing legislation to protect the houses of the Supreme Court? Where was that for codifying abortion rights into federal law? Or, or any of these things that we've been fighting for, gun legislation, police reform, all these things. You know, the changes, we're going to make changes after George Floyd. I think more money has gone into police forces than ever before. And you know why? Because they know there's going to be unrest. And there should be. Peacefully. I, 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 I honestly don't know where to go. When it comes to this anymore, I, I don't know what other convincing I need to do for for people that are p- allegedly pro life. You're just pro control over people. That's it. You're pro. You're you're pro corporation. You're pro government. You're whatever. Because it's if you don't want an abortion, don't get one. If you don't want to be in a homosexual relationship, don't be in one. Stop trying to impose an extremist version of Christianity on all of us the separation of church and state has always been blurred but now it's becoming very clear of what kind of path that we're on any thoughts well
3: yeah. first and foremost there's a reason why as we started the show after i introduced myself i did not say a word because Appreciate in a that. lot of things and a lot of issues people do not listen to the perspectives no matter what it is mm-hmm. and you touched on so many things that, that are that are correct. First and foremost, you want to force a birth essentially in a country that doesn't have universal health care,
2: mm-hmm.
3: doesn't care about the child care, no paid family, medical leave, any of that stuff. The maternal, the, the mortality rates. Yep. I, my the mother of my child is African-American African-American women know that process. I, the rates I, are
2: astronomically high in comparison.
3: The firsthand experience of some of the things that I had to deal with when my son was being born and we couldn't get the medical help from the doctors in the hospital when it happened. But even big picture, because I know there's some people listening and there's some very shallow males that are like, this doesn't affect me. I have a penis. I, I don't care about this. I can still do what I want. We talked about this yesterday. Are you stupid? Do you not think? You think that this is it? That they're not going to try to take away all these different things? You'd said it. Power and control. It doesn't stop at one facet. There's different facets and different things that they're going to go after. You talked about Clarence Thomas being like, oh, well, this could be next. This could be next.
2: Yeah, he wants the court to look at all of them.
3: Yeah, there's there's not a limit. There's not an end game to that. The end game is when total control and total power. And also in all these other things, who do you think is going to be enforcing this? It's law enforcement. Mm -hmm. Look at the issues they've had with all these certain type of things. And I also right here in the moment, I just I would like to applaud you for the things that you said and the way that you said them eloquently. Um, And I just once again, I'm so glad that this is available to be listened to. Listen to it a million times once the podcast is up. To everything Lindsay just said,
2: and lots of other voices, because I'm just one, and I don't know everything either.
3: Yeah. So, I and I know, and I don't mean to interrupt you, Dominic, but I just wanted to just say that piece as we start off the show.
0: No, you're all good. I mean, I share the same sentiments as Adrian. I mean, like I applaud you for saying everything you did, and I resonated with a lot of that. Um, and with me, it's the big thing is separation of church and state because throughout U.S. history class and social studies, my entire life. I mean, I'm only 19. I mean, I have probably the fewest miles around the sun than anyone in this building. And I've been always had this drill to my head, yeah, America is separation of church and state. And then as I've gotten older, the more stuff that I've seen in my adolescence and in my young adult life like now, the more I see, like you said, it's not really there. Marketing. Why is it why is it that people preach separation of church and state, but I see these politicians and Supreme Court justices and all these people in power saying it's unholy to do this. Not unlawful, mm-hmm. unholy. It's against God's right. Why? I, I just don't understand why that's a thing and why if there's supposed to be a separation of church and state, people allow this to happen. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it could be tied to, I'm not attacking anybody, but religious fanaticism. Absolutely, They see the Bible and they take it as literal gospel at this point point. And they think America should be run like this because... We're a
2: Christian nation. We were founded by the Puritans. But that's the thing. The Puritans come over. But then it wasn't America instantaneously, right? We were here Mm -hmm. a lot earlier than 1776. And even still, those guys that wrote those things, they didn't see you as a person. Mm -mm. They didn't see me as a person. They didn't see you as a person, Adrian. We're not, at least fully. And we're taking that, the literal Bible, and their words as literal Bible. Sorry to interrupt.
0: You're good. And even with the whole abortion thing, which is like the main topic, um, my mother is a single mother and my grandmother was a single mother of three children. And it goes back all of those generations where it could have been one abortion, like you mentioned, and I wouldn't be here. And same as you, I'm really glad that I'm here. Mm hmm. I'm glad that I have the privilege to be on this with you guys and be able to talk about sensitive topics like this. And I just think it should it shouldn't be up to a religious thing. I think
2: it's about having your own autonomy.
0: I, I think being pure in religion is living your life because religion, if you look around the world, it's subjective. Everyone has their every religion has their own gods and they have their own way of worshiping them and they have their own rituals to go with that. Mm hmm. Why force it against someone else in the name of spreading the gospel? If someone doesn't want it, let them go to your version of hell. Don't try and put them down and lock them up because of it. Mm -hmm. And they do that against women a lot. They do that against homosexual people because it's unholy. And it's just, I I talked a lot in circles, but that's all I
2: can really wrap my head around. there's, There's no linear way to talk about this because we're all very emotional right now. And so logic kind of goes out the window. But this whole thing defies logic. Mm-hmm. Like yesterday we had gun legislation passed the, the most gun legislation in decades. But also we've enabled people to get more guns. Like the guns have more rights than I do. My, my cat and, or your dog have more rights than I do in terms of reproductive freedoms right now. And that logically does not make sense. But they're not using logic. They're using belief. They're using emotion. They're using hatred. They're using control. And so if you're not staring at yourself in the mirror, as a woman especially, or, or, or someone that maybe identifies as a woman or something that's just non-binary, whatever, I don't know how you compromise this. And you're absolutely right. This is on the ballot this, this November. Absolutely. But still, it's just... It's too much. It's too much and it's not enough all at the same time.
3: And I would remind people again, the rights of one group being threatening is a threat to all of us. Correct. Whether you want to believe it or not. Correct. That's the truth.
2: They will come for everyone.